You're listening to Three, two, one. Podcast by Paper Film Play. I'd like to thank uh, Royal Royal Economics for sponsoring this uh, podcast. Yes, and the chairs are awesome, awesome to sit on. Premium quality, automotive grade leather, and customizable. Uh, yeah, definitely customizable. And not only that, their lumbar support is really something, and they have gone through a really uh, major R and D uh, to actually come up with the most. Uh, comfortable and supportive lumbar support for your back mm-hmm. for long hours especially for us so we'd like to thank Royal for that so uh, for more information you can actually drop by their website in the link description below thank you for hanging out with us so our first uh, podcast to to have a guest and uh, it's actually our you know homegrown singer-songwriter uh, Crow and uh, you know just a little bit about himself uh, he has actually he just recently graduated from uh, diploma in music production and audio engineering at uh, Orita Sinclair and uh, in fact he has actually released uh, you know a single called uh, Dunia Do It this year and uh, yep here we go this is uh, Crow hi yes okay Crow so how are you thank you for uh, dropping by with us yeah I'm good I'm good, I'm good. I'm not feeling well actually, but yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, that's good. Okay, anyway, uh, so Crow, just a little bit about yourself. Um, so, um, I mean, you've you've got uh, released recently, you know, a single, and then uh, I believe, uh, you know, Paper Film as well. You know, we uh, actually assisted you recently with your MTV, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, no, what what's the title of the song that you actually just, uh, you know. Uh, the new one? Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Uh, that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, just hang on and stay tuned before, you know, you know it. You're going to actually take a look at uh, what we, what Crow has actually for uh, the masses here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Crow, just a little bit about yourself. So you have, uh, you know, um, how do I put it across? You have been through some hard times. Yes, I do. Right? And then, uh, so just tell us a little bit about... Um, you know, the hard times that you, you, you've been through, uh, you know, the challenges that you face, you know, what are the things that you've actually uh, so-called come across in life, the obstacles sure. that you have? Um, basically, I'm, um, I grew up um, in a broken family. Okay. Uh, meaning that um, my late mom, mm-hmm. she, she got divorced with my dad when okay. I was really young. Uh-huh. So it's like I, I only like grew up with my mom. Then, um, but she, she couldn't take care of me due to her job. She, okay. she used to sing as well. Oh, yeah. okay. She used to be a singer. She sings Kertai too, you know. Ah. Yeah. She's very fluent in Mandarin and Hokkien. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, she couldn't like take care of me at home because I was like really young that time. Uh-huh. So, uh, what happened was she uh, looked for people to mm-hmm. take care of me. Oh. So I live with them instead. Okay. So, I mean, the, the people that actually take care of you, are they your uh, relatives or? No, they're not. They're, they're just like uh, people from the neighborhood and stuff. They know my mom. They know my family. Oh. So, yeah. So they decided to say, yeah, why not? We can take care okay. of him, you know, with a fee. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, I mean, uh, at that time when uh, this, uh, is it regularly the same group of people taking care of you when you're young? Um, okay, it's actually a total of 11 family. 11 families? Yeah, like now. different families, like one after another. Because like, I changed school. Then ah, okay. Like, most of the time, it's like, they couldn't handle me. 
Because mm-hmm. okay. I was like very mischievous and no, very okay. naughty boy. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I keep on changing families. To oh. the last one, it was like uh, with this particular family. Uh-huh. Um, it was nine, when I was nine years old mm-hmm. till I was 13, till I get to secondary one. Okay. Then I move in with my mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. So at that point of time, your mom's busy with work. Yep. You know, and then mm-hmm. uh, she, she got the help of the, the neighbors to actually yep. take care of you. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we, we actually read as well that uh, you, you dropped out of school. Yes. When, how old were you? How old were you? Okay. What happened was, um, I was a smart kid. Okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> okay. in, in primary school. I was in EM1. Wow. Yeah. I always get like first or second in class. So it's either okay. me or this other guy named Benjamin. I don't know Benjamin if he still remember me. Yeah. <laughs> which school? Which school are you from? May Primary School. Oh, May Primary uh, It's no longer there. Ah, yeah. okay. They merge uh, and they call it Farrow Park Primary now. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, I was really smart. But then, that was because like that particular family who took care of me at that point of time. Uh-huh. There's this uh, one guy. Okay. Uh, the son of the, you know, the, that auntie that uh, take care of me. Uh-huh. He really like drilled me, you know, to the core, like, in education. Okay. So I became good. Then, um, I didn't even have to study sometimes, you know, Ooh. because I was like that. <laughs> 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 but I was hanging around with friends from DM3. Okay. Know, like, like the bad boys, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but how, how did you, uh, I mean, you go to school EM1, right? Because mm. my understanding is that, uh, you know, when you actually study in a, class mm-hmm. with you know we take it as EM1 students mm-hmm. you know how do you actually uh, meet up uh, with uh, those over at uh, no, the, your friends at EM3 how do you actually meet them is it through soccer or, or something you know usually after after school you got some mm-hmm. uh, because like um, it's actually uh, you can say through soccer because like okay. and of course like those people in EM1 usually like when they got off school, right? Uh-huh. Usually like, the parents or the mates will, will come oh. and pick them home, right? Okay. But not the EM3 kids, you know? Okay. The like, EM3 kids, <laughs> we, we can't afford that. You know? Okay. Like, our, our parents, like most of our parents don't drive, you know? Mm. We don't have mates and all that. So we tend to hang out after school. Mm-hmm. That's where we, you know, like play soccer. Mm. We we play, you know, block catching, ah, you know, all right, that kind yes. of thing. Ali Pom, you know, <laughs> yeah. So at that time, uh, after school, so they were like your after school hangout buddies, mm-hmm. like yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. No, I mean then uh, I thought you had families to uh, families that were taking care of you after school. Or? Yeah. So what happened is like I just like after school I would just go home, uh-huh. but usually it's like um, no no one's at home yet because they're oh. working and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Not until like late evening. Mm-hmm. So I just like hang out and maybe like do my schoolwork and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it's probably, you know, when you're young, especially then you've got all the friends and then, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely play comes first. Lah, yeah. You know, when you're young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to think that actually you were in EM1 mm-hmm. and then, you know, after that, you kind of like, is it because of your, your friends that that's why you fall fall behind or, you know, what's mm. the reason for you to actually drop out when you're okay. 14? Um, after primary school, right? So I did my PSLE. Uh-huh. And I actually scored pretty well. I mean, for me, it's okay. pretty well. It's two zero six. Hey, higher than me. <laughs> higher than me as well. <laughs> I oh told you I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Then after that. Then, um, so I picked 
a few schools and stuff like that. So uh-huh. my number one choice is because of all my friends, you know, my close friends. Ah, okay. Mm. So we picked uh-huh. the the same school, which was Bartley Secondary School. Mm-hmm. And of course, we love soccer. I was in the school team. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we still want to be in the school team in secondary school. Oh, so okay. we know that Bartley Secondary School is one of the best, you know, school in soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, we got into Bartley. Okay. I got into Express Stream first class. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then? But this was the time where I actually like moved in with my mom. Mm, okay. So, you know, I, I was a teenager mm-hmm. and we never lived in the same house before. Oh. So you can imagine like, you know, Okay, the so young blood, you know, the mm-hmm. hot tempered. Okay. <laughs> all those things. We need to adjust here and there. So there was a lot of fights and arguments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and no one could actually like monitor my studies. Yeah, because oh. my, my, my mom, um, she just asked like, you know, how are you doing in school and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. she doesn't get into like the details of it. She doesn't like tutor me or anything like that. No, mm-hmm. she doesn't do that. So, um, I got like complete freedom, you no. Know? Okay. So it's like I I I really I I didn't study in school. You know, oh. I, I was like really bad. Okay. You know, like in class, right? I I didn't bring my books and all that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like like when there's this one one teacher, maths teacher. Her name was uh, Miss Go. Okay. Then she asked, uh, "Where's your book?" And I said, "I didn't bring." Uh huh. I said, "You go and stand outside of the class." Uh huh. So I went out. And she said, who else wants to join him? Okay. My good friend raised his hand up. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> So the two of us was like standing outside. Uh-huh. So the moment like she turned away you know, uh-huh. to write something on the board, the both of us like went to the canteen. <laughs> that was how bad. <laughs> so you literally just like, ah, never mind. Like, okay, come bro, let's go. Yeah. Go to the canteen and then, <laughs> okay. Because I, I wasn't like interested in, in studies anymore. Because ah, okay. mainly because like, I I got like more freedom mm-hmm. when living with my mom. Right. So I get to do more things with my friends, you know. Mm-mm-mm. I get more pocket money for school because like I need to travel ah. to Bali because previously it was just a walking distance, right? Mm-mm. My primary school. But now I get to travel. So I get to take the bus to the central area and all that. Oh. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, a lot more freedom was given to you. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, I guess you think that you could like, you know, take, matters in your own hands so yeah. you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and then after that you know then it all started and then what what is the actually what exactly happened that you you drop out like it was there something that you did in class or no it's just like you just I because didn't of attendance st- study at all so, like, so uh, when it comes to examination uh-huh. I flung <laughs> Do you I still was the last in like the whole sec one express student oh. yeah I was like the last position okay then did any teachers reach out to you and you know, like okay you know uh, usury right mm. I mean they will call you so mm-hmm. I mean usury is is not doing well I mm-hmm. mean did your form teacher say like you know I've got to help him mm. did anyone reach out to you okay to be honest right I don't really remember <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like so called like um, I'm always like causing trouble in school ah, but okay. at the same time right mm-hmm. I'm like the troublemaker in Express Stream. Okay. But I got, I got, I, I actually got bullied. Like, no. Oh, you got bullied? Yeah, yeah, from the normal technical guys, you know. Why? Yeah, because like, um, they are more, 
how do I say this? Like they are more ghetto <laughs> <laughs> compared to me, you know. So okay, now now I'm just curious. Mm. Do they draw a line? Do they like tease you saying that hey, you're you're EM one lah? Uh, do they do that? They I'm just don't curious. Do that like you can't like see it clearly. Okay. But you know it's there. Okay, so yeah. they do draw a line with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. But the only thing that I can still mingle with them is because mm-hmm. my good friends are in you know EM. normal technical. Oh, normal te- okay. Yeah. Mm. So because of them, that like I can still hang out with those bunch. So now, now the thing is that when you drop out, mm. you know, when you were at, when you were 14, mm-hmm. what did your mom say? Okay, the thing was, my dad is a Malaysian. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but I do visit him mm-hmm. every now and then. Mm-hmm. So, um, back then when I was a kid, right, uh-huh. my mom always like threatened me. <laughs> okay. Saying that, hey, if... You know, if you're not gonna behave, I'm gonna send you to your dad. You know, oh. so, uh, she always like you know she played this card a lot. Okay, to the point like I'm, I was thinking that can can she really do that? <laughs> <laughs> just curious, do you have any siblings or is it just you? You're uh, the only child. Okay, I don't want to start on my family tree. Oh, because okay. Because my both my mom and dad got multiple marriages and stuff. Ah, so it's like okay. I have a different. Sibling, as in an elder brother. Okay. From different dad. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like we share the same mom, but different right. dad. But I also have like five younger siblings. Uh-huh. We share the same dad, but different mom. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's a bit complicated. But when you move in with your mom, was it just you and your mom? Or? Yeah, just me and my mom. Ah, mm. okay, okay. So that point of time, what happened was, she always threatened me, right? Uh-huh. Send me to my dad. Uh huh. So I. There's this one night we had a huge fight. Okay. Because I didn't I didn't come home on time or something like I I always like to go over to my friend's place and overnight and stuff uh-uh. like that. So she was like nagging and nagging and nagging and we got into a heated argument. Mm-hmm. And she actually like started to hit me. Oh. Mm. So it, it's really rare for her to hit me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm always like the sweet boy to her, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like growing up but Uh, it's different when when I was at that age. You know, I was a teenager and stuff. And uh, I told her that I'm not coming home tonight. Mm-mm. So the next day, I came home, and I told her that, hey, you know what? Uh, you always threaten me to send me to my dad and stuff like that. Mm-mm. Guess what? Uh, uh, I'm going. Uh, you don't have to threaten me. Uh. Let me leave. Uh. Oh, yeah. so you walked out. Mm. That was like. When I was in uh, halfway through sec two, because I dropped from sec one express, eh? I got last in sec one, right? Mm-hmm. So they dropped me to normal academic stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I just tell myself, uh, what am I going to do? It's like I go to school, I don't study, mm-hmm. I don't bring books, mm-hmm. I'm wasting my mom's money, okay. and like, I'm wasting my time. I don't enjoy school, and say, so I go live with my dad, you know, because at that point of time. You have to understand that my dad was was doing very well in Malaysia. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that kind of attracted me. Mm-hmm. So I decided to tell my mom, like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, let me go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was how it started. So she gave me my passport and I packed my stuff. How old were you then when you left? Fourteen. Fourteen. So fourteen years old, you left from Malaysia on your own. Yeah, on my own. I took the bus and I went over. Was your dad aware that you were on no, the way? He had no idea. Okay, so now the thing is, the question is, you went to the house, right? Yeah. 
what was his reaction when he first saw you there? Because he doesn't know that you're going, right? Yeah. So what was so his reaction? Like, of course, you know, I, I'm a Muslim. So the first thing I got there, I said, Assalamualaikum. Uh-huh. Like very loud. Like, Assalamualaikum. <laughs> <laughs> and then? Then my dad, my dad came out. Then he was shocked. Uh, you know, okay. Like, but with a smile on his face. Uh, okay. You know, like, then I said, uh, you know what? Like, you always want me to live with you, right? Because he always like try to get me to stay with him and okay. stuff like that. Right. Then I, I told him that I'm here and you better accept me with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> you say that to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then what did he say? Uh, then he said, uh, just come in. Uh. Okay. Then he said, uh, which room do you want? Because I, oh. my house was like, yeah, okay. Because your, your dad was doing well, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's, he's an architect. So he built ah. that house himself. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. So at that time when you moved in with him, did, I mean, was there the other uh, family as well? Or is it just? Uh, yeah. He, he remarried. Okay. After my mom. Mm-mm-mm. And at that point of time, yeah, he already got five kids already after mm, yeah. okay so when when you moved in how, mm. how long did you stay with him hmm a year a year a year or so and then what happened I mean okay because like when I thought that living with him is gonna be far and then all like, uh-huh. you know, I get to have what I want right you no know, he bought me my own bike you know, I said oh wow motorbike okay yeah. I mean in Malaysia it's like it doesn't matter your fault <laughs> <laughs> Malaysia boleh <laughs> Okay, so you got your own bike at the age of, okay lah. Yeah, at, at fourteen. The, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, me. so he got you your bike, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, like, so how was it after then? Then you know, staying with him. Actually, like living in Malaysia itself, right? Mm-hmm. That actually like got me into being wild and bold, uh, because like, oh, okay. Um, in Malaysia, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Me and the kampung boys, right? We do stuff that I I definitely won't do it again if you were to ask me to do it now. <laughs> like really, it's like uh-huh. you know, for example, we know that this river, right? Uh huh. It's like there are crocs uh, in this river, okay. But we still jump in and have a good time. <laughs> but you tell me to do that now, I tell you go f yourself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so that means oh yeah because the, I guess it's the kampung lifestyle like yeah. it, you know it's like so, the, the things they do there is just uh-huh. like I don't know but I'm talking about the kampung Johor people I don't know about uh-huh. the KL people the city I uh-huh. don't know okay. you know but they are wild like that mm. they can go to the middle of jungle and you know like uh, do funny stuff <laughs> <laughs> they can race uh, but this is common uh, for Malaysians like they race like nobody's business so as in race as in bike race bike uh? race yeah. ah then after that I mean like now, now I'm curious like you know since your dad's able to provide you everything right mm-hmm. then what made you decide to to go off and then you mean after that mm. do you come back to Singapore uh, yeah yeah like, okay, what, what, okay, what happened was uh-huh. uh, I won't like get into details like what actually happened mm-hmm. but something happened between like me him and my stepmom ah. so i i thought that it's better to take myself out of the picture mm-hmm. so right. i just told my dad that, hey you know what um i'm leaving mm-hmm. i'm leaving school i'm leaving you it's like I, i'm gonna be gone but my mom didn't know that i'm coming back <laughs> Yeah. You like to give surprise knock uh, on the door. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, I'm curious. So in other words, when you were at Malaysia, you still went back to school? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that part is hilarious. Uh. Like, really. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is it Okay. Funny? I didn't know uh-huh. that 
everything was being taught in Malay. I mean, I'm Malay, ah. but I don't learn things in Malay. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like if, especially for maths mm, and right. science and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was doing very well in English, mm-hmm. but the rest is like, I don't even understand what I'm doing ah. because of the language. Okay. Yeah. I think talking about the language being taught in Malay, I think that was one of the challenges they are facing now, you know. Because, I mean, most of the things that they, so-called the businesses, they are, everything is all spoken in English. Uh-huh. But then when your maths actually is in Malay, then they have to do the translation. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> that aside, like, that is their mm. own education. Like. Okay, so after that, you came knocking uh, at your mom's door this time round. Okay, I didn't actually knock on her door. Oh, okay. Okay, actually, I, I didn't have money with me mm-hmm. because I left my dad abruptly. Oh, okay. Because I, you know... I didn't want him to know when I'm leaving and stuff like that. Okay. So I just packed my stuff and I got to JB, Johor Bahru. Uh-huh. Then I find like, do you know those taxi drivers? Uh-huh. I said, I asked like everyone like, who's willing to take me to Singapore and I will only pay you there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's hard to trust like a 15 year old kid, you know, like doing that. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, eventually like one of them did it for me. Okay. So the moment I got to my mom's block, right, uh-huh. it was in Wampo. Okay. So I just uh, called her, you know, using the taxi driver's phone. Oh, I okay. didn't have phone. <laughs> so, so I called her up. Then she picked it up. Thank okay. God she picked it up. <laughs> and I said, hey, mom, uh, I'm here. I said, what do you mean you're here? I mean, she recognized my voice. Uh-uh. What do you mean you're here? I'm at the, uh, at the roadside in the cab. Can you come and pay? Then she was oh. like, Nagy, Nagy, what if I'm not around? <laughs> okay, okay, can you like come down first and pay? Then we can talk <laughs> about it because the meter is running. Uh, uh, uh. So she came down. <laughs> she came down with the money and stuff like that. Then uh, she paid. We went back up. Then I told her what 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 was going on you know, mm. in my life and stuff like that. And I told her that I decided that I don't want to go back to school. Okay. I want to start working. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let let me like support you, you know, financially especially right. and all that yeah. then she said okay but that night um, she went to work as in to sing mm-hmm. then she came back late at night at like around 2-3am mm-hmm. then she had a change of mind she said that, uh, you know what I, I can't let you go to work you're still too young for that mm-hmm. I still want you to go back to your studies Okay. Then I was like, oh man, like, I'm done with school. <laughs> but at the time you were 15, mm. right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But only to be able to work, you have to be 16, is it? Or is it 18? Mm, 16, I can't remember. 16. 16. 16. So mm. even if she were to let you work, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think whether you'll be able to even yeah, find a job. But do you think there are no ah, okay. working out there? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is very interesting. So okay, then after that, your mom says, "No, you got to go back to school." Yeah. And, then and what not happened? only school. Then what else? She said, "Okay, I want you to go back to madrasa." Oh. And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go back to like IT, you know? Uh-huh. But you tell me to go to madrasa, like seriously?" <laughs> <laughs> then I said, "No." So we argued again. Uh huh. So I left home. I was mm-hmm. like sleeping at, at the void decks, you know, at the playground for like a couple of days, two, three days perhaps. Mm-hmm. So I only like go to shower you know, in, in the coffee shop toilet, you know, in community center and stuff like that. Until I bumped to my friend mm-hmm. and said, hey, Crow, why don't you live with me and my family? So it was in Wampo also. Mm. So 
I live with them. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I got my first job as a cleaner. Oh, cleaner. Mm-hmm. So cleaner at where? Oh. No, no, I'm okay. Maybe I not don't cleaner everywhere. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Shopping, uh, shopping center. Is it shopping uh, center, uh, coffee in a shop? Hotel. Oh, in a hotel. Mm. Ah, okay. Mm. Well, at least, at least mm. you managed to, to be, yeah. you know, uh, cleaner at a hotel. Okay, so after that, uh, mm. you didn't uh, went back to school. Nope. You worked all the way. Yeah. So um, I only worked as a cleaner for a while mm-hmm. because I bumped into my elder brother, my stepbrother. Whose side? Your mom's side? Uh, we we shared the same mom but different dad. Ah, uh-uh. yeah, okay, that so, one. Okay, right. So he was living with my grandma and my uncle, so called like the whole family is staying together, mm-hmm. except for my mom. Right. Okay. So my my brother asked me, like, "Hey, why don't you come live with grandma?" And I was like, mm-hmm. everyone's like asking for you. So mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, why not?" You know? mm-hmm. Right. So I live with them in in Holland Holland mm-hmm. Avenue, and yeah. It's like, it's very, uh, it's very nice, you know, to live with your family, like after, especially after all those years. Mm, you know, right. in my childhood, it's like I'm, I've been living with strangers, which I can call them family also, but mm-hmm. they're not like blood related to me. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice and all that. But then, um, my uncle, like, he's like, I used to hate him a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. As in like, not like hate him as a person, but hate the things that he asked me to do, he asked me to do this, do that, and then he asked me to like, uh, give some money to my grandma, no? Mm, okay. Just to contribute to the house. Ah, right. And he was just like, asking for 50 bucks, mm-hmm. which, back then I didn't know like, what is it for, but now it's like, I, I know that, it's nothing, it's just like, he wants me to be, you know, responsible for something, mm, okay. at least a contribution. Yeah, yeah, right. But I didn't know, mm-hmm. and for me it's like, back then 50 bucks is a lot, yeah, I mean, true, like, yeah. the age, yeah. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I can spend, like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, buying phones, you know, like, <laughs> spend with my friends and stuff like that, but I couldn't even, like, give that $50. So, because of that, um, me and my uncle, my grandma, we got into, like, some uh, miscommunication and disagreement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I left home. I left home again. Mm-hmm. And this time I I live with my good friend, mm-hmm. and we were we were friends in the same class in Bartley Secondary. Ah, yeah. Okay, is it the EM one class also? Yeah. Is it the, the one EM. that say hey, no? I'll stand out with no. That's, no. The, other, that's the other friend. <laughs> oh, it's another yeah. friend. Okay. So, I got uh, I got to live with his family. Okay. But his parents like super nice. You know? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, we we are still close now. Mm. Yeah, and. We are both like the the same character, you know, like hot headed, you know, still wild, you know, like Mm-mm. and but his parents are like really nice people, willing to take me in, mm-hmm. and they even like give me you know pocket money. Oh, that's yeah. Nice even though I'm not working, I'm not doing anything, because they understand my situation and they just say that, uh, crow, it's okay. You can stay with us for however long you want. Mm-hmm. But just know that mm, your family will always be there waiting for you. Then, oh, yeah. Then nice. I was like, wow. Why can't like, you know, this family like be my family? <laughs> wow. Yeah. But you know what they said? You can't choose your family. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, <clears throat> they were super nice to you. Mm-hmm. And then like, so you stayed with them mm-hmm. also for a period of time only? Yeah. That's, that's the period of time where I got like involved in 
gang activities, you know, secret society and stuff. Okay, now that's that's the part where you know, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Like, what made you uh, join the so-called the, the secret society? Like, what triggered you, or what make you, you know, like initiated this whole decision to actually join? Okay, actually, growing up, right? Um, as you can tell by now, family is not has never been my priority in life because mm-hmm. I was never close to my family and all that. Yeah. When I was young. Mm-hmm. So, friends are my number one priority. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like your family. Right? Yeah, they're like my family. So, it's like I'm very close with my friends, you know. So, and when I say friends, it's like 95% guys. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a bond of brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I love that that bond, you know, that brotherhood thing going on, you know. You're a guy, yeah. you, you know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because of that, then I got into uh, being in a gang mm-hmm. because it's like it's even more official, you know, mm-hmm. to call yourself like brothers and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess that's like another alternative for family, right? Yeah. So it's like one person's in trouble, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you you as a brother, you stand up for the other brother, yep. that kind of thing. So maybe it's more of like uh, your alternative to actually still get, you know, family and mm. a little bit of, I honestly, really, I guess there's still love there because yeah. you know you stand up for one another yep. so there's another source of like so-called love and affection yes. from another person mm-hmm. I mean from in, especially you know group of brothers I mean that's that's even better because yeah. they, they all understand you and yep. you understand them yeah and then after that you know what, what happened but uh, of after? course like you know being in a gang it, it comes with a price you know like uh-huh. we fighting I mean to be a gangster and to fight that's like a catch 22 you know you can't say that you're a gangster, but you you never involved in fights before. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's know, almost impossible. <laughs> yeah, so like we fight a lot and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. mostly like we fight for like for gang activities, you know, for gangly reasons and stuff like that. Um, but there are times that we fight just because we want to fight because it's like. We do that for all fun. the time, yeah, for fun, you know. <laughs> that, that's why you see, like, hey, you know, see what see, you know. This kind oh, of thing. so it's like, like uh, the staring uh, incident thing. Yeah. It's because you just want to flex our muscles and stuff like that. But how old were you then? Uh, 15. 15, mm-hmm. you, you were in the gang already? Yeah. You know, I, I also read and came across that you actually, uh, you know, rose with the ranks. Yeah. Eventually. So, uh, eventually. Like, yeah, I I started from below. Uh huh. Then I'm I'm always uh, trying to impress. You know, like okay. I'm pretty sure, like every every guy in a gang would want to make a name out of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, want right. to be recognized. You know, want to be respected. Mm-hmm. Want to be feared and all that. So I was always trying to go for that. Okay. Yeah, to the point that I was like so involved. Uh huh. In those activities, yeah, I eventually like become one of the leader of one of the like branches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like I said, because just not earlier, uh, I I did have a conversation with my friend. Mm-hmm. So he was like saying that you know all this, uh, uh, how to say like gang stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you guys are actually applying life skills. Like what? It's like you are like a supervisor technically. Yeah. You know, and you're leading a team. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like technically you you know if let's say you put in your portfolio oh I have led a team you know <laughs> I was a supervisor for this team you know that kind of thing 
<laughs> so actually you guys have life skills you know how to manage people yeah actually <laughs> that's what I'm good at you know it's like uh-huh. I'm not like really well known for being oh crow the fighter you know no. uh-huh. like oh crow he can knock down 10 guys so I'm not famous for being that person uh. okay. but people like the way like I convey my messages mm-hmm. you know like you know we have to do You know, gang talks and all that. So that means a motivational speaker as well, are you? Yeah, I'm very influential <laughs> that way. Yeah. Is it influential, motivational <laughs> speaker? You know what I mean? So it's actually, yeah, you're technically working and leading a team, like like I said. Yeah. So uh, you, you actually got life skills technically. Yeah. <laughs> Indirectly, yeah. Yeah, it's just how you want to phrase it in your portfolio, that's all. <laughs> so, okay, now, now the thing is that you, you've led the team, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, I'm just curious, you know, is it true that, you know, when they say that uh, you want to leave the gang, you know, has any one of your members said like, you know, crew, you know, that's it, you know, I want to leave the gang? During uh, when I have like guys under me, uh-huh. uh, none of them actually wanted to leave. Uh. Oh, there we go. True leader there. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that I was arrested. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so yeah. now the thing is, um, you know, is it? Com- com- I mean, are you comfortable? Is it okay for us to talk? Uh, why? Why the arrest? And then what yeah. exactly happened? Uh, I mean, it's it's all over internet, by the way. So yeah. okay, so but now it's like I'm going to be hearing it from you, not from sure. the reporter's point of view. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that what what exactly uh, happened? Like, what's the story? And then, uh, yeah, what what is it that actually took place that caused this uh, arrest? Okay. Um. Basically, right. Um. There was a dispute among mm-hmm. the gang that I was in, okay, and another gang. Okay. So both are um, prominent gangs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we went down, and I thought it was just gonna be like a small fight, you know. Okay. I mean, when I say small, it still involved weapons and stuff like that. Okay. Okay, but I thought it was just like between like eight to ten people. Mm-hmm. Mm, but when when I went to the location because I was like mm, under the command of someone else mm-hmm. like a higher right okay so we were told that okay we're supposed to gather and I didn't even know like what was the whole story about you know until mm. like we were arrested actually so, so and I didn't ask questions and because there was no time to ask questions oh, so everything okay. was just like happened you know So that means they they ask you to go down to mm. go and settle this thing. Did they ever tell you what exactly happened? No. They ask you to settle or they no, just no, no, ask you to settle. They just question. ask me to they just need the the manpower. Uh-huh. So, to 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 be there. Yeah. So we went on because I was one of the leaders there, right? Uh-huh. So I I got a few of my boys to come with me. Mm-hmm. So when we get there, it's like there were more of us, like different leaders from all over and all that. So we didn't like have much time to communicate and stuff like that. We just have to go into action and stuff. So we went down. So okay. what happened was, uh, it was in Orchard Plaza. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, because we were separated into like two groups, right? Mm-hmm. So the first group got there first. Mm-hmm. It was just like uh, 100 meters away, less than that. But I haven't even got to the location yet. But they're already retreating. So oh. I was like, okay, I mean, I'm not like Hercules, you know. <laughs> I okay. can't like go when my guys are like falling back. Mm, right. So I I ran back. Then the next thing I knew was like the next morning, right? Um, one of the one of my leaders said, uh, 
someone just uh, someone just died in the incident so I was like that you were not even there at the yeah, location yeah like not on the exact location where that thing happened so did you see the whole incident no I only saw I, I only saw like there was a fight you know, from far okay yeah but by the time like I'm running towards it right it's like all of my friends are like running away from it already oh mm. then you were straight away yeah. I mean how did they arrest you they go to your house and then yeah, I was arrested like a month later a month later mm. so what was the the charge that they charged you uh, they under? didn't uh, charge me okay. in court okay because to charge me in court is actually mm, more lenient Oh, mm, because they have this thing uh, called CLD, criminal law detainee. Mm-hmm. So it's for gangsters, uh, drug traffickers, and mm. loan sharks. Okay. So yes, uh, Singapore has this law that they can detain people like us mm-hmm. for however long that they want okay. without any release date. Oh, so, I I had no idea of this. Thing. Yeah. Okay, so you were under CLD. Yeah. Okay, so subsequently they brought you in. You so you just you still enter a normal prison or is it a yeah, different lockup? Yeah, it's normal. It's just that we are considered detainees, mm-hmm. not prisoners. Oh, mm. okay. Hmm. So then, how how did you actually uh, find out that you're gonna be released? Only like a month before my release. A month before. Yeah. Okay. Now, so now a little bit about uh, you being in in there. Mm-hmm. So how how was it like with the first day when you knew oh. that, oh God, I'm going in. The first the first night actually, it's like, mm, okay, because the by the time I reached Changi Prison, right, uh-huh. it was already at night, so okay. everything was just like locked up. Mm-hmm. So I was just in my cell like alone okay. in that prison cell. I've been in that cell, mm-hmm. like that prison cell before when I was younger because it's part of the MCYS. Prison tour. Oh, like okay. So to or oh, prison tour, so that yeah. you actually know what mm-hmm. and how the prison is like. Yeah. Uh, main thing is to educate you, like Technically, mm-hmm. I, I mean, at that time, lah. Yep. And then after that, you were at the same exact cell, different. No, right? no different. I was like, huh? <laughs> I <couldn't even> <laughs> but okay. when I was there as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I okay. tell myself, like, no, it's not that bad, you know. Like, yeah, it's just an empty room, you know. Okay. Like, it, it's nothing. Mm-mm-mm. But it's because I know that I'm going out. Right. Ah. Yeah, because I was just a visitor. Right. Yeah, this time round, I'm a resident. You're listening to three, two, one podcast by Paper Film Play.